0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Unapologetically Black Male, where we talk about surviving the stigma, standards, and systems. Uh, this is a podcast that we want to make sure that we highlight African-American men's sex stories, uh, because as you know, in this society, we only hear the negatives, and we want to take time um, to highlight the positive and highlight individuals who overcame some difficulties to reach where they are today. Give a shout out to our co-host, Brother E.J. Stewart, uh, Jay Pope from jennifer pope and associates thank you for supporting us in this endeavor we want to make sure that we continue to keep this moving forward continue to highlight african-american men and we have a guest on today uh brother dante washington i'm about to turn it over to him and let him just kind of give us a little bit about his history about his background tell us a little bit about his business and where he is right now
1: so go ahead, Brother Dante. all right what's up everybody um it's a pleasure to be here it's a pleasure to be in a position that um in the day, as far as I consider winning, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, just a little background on myself. Uh, I went to Holland Springs High School, graduated in '98. Um, I'm a proud Springer.
0: How, how where is it? where's where's Holland where's, where's Springs? Tell, tell us where you you from,
1: is, is uh, Richmond, Virginia, RVA.
2: We got, little, we got a little change of pace, man. Uh, Everybody yeah. on here is usually from East Baltimore, man. We got a little change of pace. <laughs> oh, a little change okay. of pace today.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, that's that's where I'm from. Graduating '98, you know, and that's where I met my my high school sweetheart, and we still together, rocking and road in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, we got four kids, and we actually our first child is the is our oldest. Um, she's today. she just graduated from college um last year and we had her in high school. Who mm. you knows? so I would say that's the, that was the first obstacle. Uh-huh. <laughs> a, a big one. You know, it changed, it kind of shifted my whole life actually, you know, because I had ambitions of playing football, you know, going to the next level. You know, so I, I felt like I had to make a grown man decision. Um at 17, you know, luckily I had awesome parents that guided me and helped me along the way, along as especially with my family too. Um, but I, I would say that was like the most challenging moment that I had at a young age. And I'm I'm so glad that I, that I overcame it and, and really just, you know, looking in the mirror every day, you know, and, and asking myself, what am I going to do? You know, is, is this the right thing to do? What do I do with myself? You know, what's going to be beneficial, you know, to my family? So it, it was a lot of things that I had to overcome and it was, it was really within, you know, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I, I got through it, you know, with the help of my, my wife and family and church, you know, was was a, a, a big advocate, you know, for me getting through, you know, and um, I'm, I'm just I'm just grateful for that. OK, just grateful.
0: So can you tell us a little about about what, what is it that you're doing right
1: now? Right now. So I'm, I'm a, uh, I am guess you would say a UX designer, which is like a user experience mm-hmm. um, designer um and what that is what you see is uh you see websites you see logos you see from a graphic perspective that'll come up a bit but what i'm doing is is creating an experience for a business that's unique to anybody you know
2: what what does that look like i mean more to the to the to the less uh computer savvy or or not computer <laughs> savvy but uh just just savvy period what does that look like for somebody that that might sound like alien too,
1: Okay. So if you, if you can think about, um, let's take for instance, Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. right. Um, for, from a, a, a business perspective, you know, everybody has, you know, fast food away, they got competitors, you know, they got the chicken sandwich, you got, you got the fries, but what you see most is that service, right? Mm-hmm. You see, you see that the service is almost unmatched. You know, you can go to a Chick-fil-A and their line is like wrapped around the corner, but that doesn't deter you from going there because you already know when you go there, you're going to get good service, going to be there in and out, and you're going to be on your way, mm. right? So what a UX designer is responsible for is designing that experience. You know, yes, people are coming in for food. You know, when you go to the website, you know, it's, it's easy to navigate and everything like that. But but really, when you look think about that business, um, you can see yourself as a brand, you know, and what's going to be different from my business from another business. And that's what the UX designer does. So it's, it's from start to finish, making that uh, experience appealing to all. So, 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 so uh, would you
0: say kind of like just kind of bit if you know, brand building, right? Just kind of making right. sure that you. You know, have a complete experience. You know, whereas sometimes when people hop into business, you know, they just kind of hop in like, "Oh, I'm just gonna sell this, and that's just gonna be it." But you work with them to develop a, a a whole plan to like almost like a business plan. Like, all right, this is what we're gonna do, step by step, to kind of to kind of move along. Correct.
1: That's right.
0: That's all right, right, cool. That's that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Uh, now how, how did you get how did you get to that, that, that um, I guess this business, this idea, this concept, like what kind of brought you to that?
1: Yeah, so um my wife, you know, has a business too, right? Or it is is our business, but she really is the the main person, right? It's the sweet stop of RVA and she's a, a kick artist. So when she decided to get back into business, before she even started to get back into what she was doing, mm-hmm. I was going to school for this, right? So I was going to school um studying business leadership. And when I graduated, I was like, uh, you know, I want to do something for businesses that's going to help them be successful, you know, not just start a business and, you know, you know, get something going, but really start a business and be profitable, you know, and it has some longevity into it. So. So her business was was the one that that really has been the the main business that I've been um, working with for the last four years and it has really taken off. You know, just, just everything that's been studied from a marketing perspective, um, uh, from a strategic perspective, you know, from a branding perspective, everything is just working, you know. <laughs> it's working. You know, I and you know, I you know, she's she has the work ethic, you know, to really drive everything. You know, I'm on the business side, I'm not in the kitchen, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm on the marketing side, you know, you know, what's what's gonna be appealing to the customer. Um, what's going to be in that right range as far as prices, you know, their products and their services, you know, that's, that's my part That's my contribution, right. You know, but as she's rocking and rolling, man, (laughs)
2: what, what challenges did you face, um, you know, with the business in in this marketing, uh, industry, I want to say, you know, I I don't want to limit it, but you know, what challenges did you have to overcome, um, being a black male, but but just a business owner in this realm at all.
1: Um, I would say, you know, I I looked at it as um, I didn't want to lose, you know. So I was just looking on a day to day basis, looking at the numbers, looking at you know what happened in the past, um, and just taking that as you know from the experience of okay, we really need to look at things. We need to make sure things are profitable. We're not just out here just Selling cake, you know, we out here making sure that you know the price is right. You know that you getting you getting things for the right price. You're not spending too much time doing things. So it's, it's really you know from an operational perspective, and and looking externally too to your, at your competition to you see what's going on. But ultimately, you know, I'm I'm taking the sport you know perspective. Okay, mm-hmm. um, you go into a game, everybody has a plan. Um, then you get out there and start playing and you feel like, okay, your plan might not be working. So
2: <laughs>
1: what you're what you going to do, you, you're not going to stick to that plan that you, that you ought to have. You're going to go and you're going to reach back your playbook and run another play, you know, depending on how that de- defense is running, right? So you, you just got to examine the landscape. You got to go there, you got to reach, you got to listen to the, the people, you know, what the people are saying and sharpen your skills, mm. you know because it's really all about your talent, you know, at the end, you got to have the talent. The talent got to be there, right? So the talent right, got to right. be there. Your passion got to be there. Because when you don't feel like doing it, you, you still got to make yourself do it sometime. Absolutely. You know, it's not going to be a good, you know, peachy cream day. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to, you know, think about what your why was when you when you first started. And, you know, look at that every day, you know, look at your why every day. Why am I doing this? Why it's important to me you know and, and in other cases it's not about the money; it's about how you feel on the inside you know what, what does it do for you when you deliver the product mm. you
0: know? cool i know I, I i know uh because i you know i follow you on uh, instagram and i see the things that you're doing uh and the yeah. great work that you're doing uh i want to talk uh if you if you could talk about the the partnership that you had with uh virginia state Oh, yeah. um, just kind of working with uh like the the college students and how they you know how helping them get experience but i'm gonna let you talk a little bit about because i you know I, I thought that was awesome that yeah. kind of that model that you kind of use to yeah. kind of help them get experience so can you talk a little bit about that
1: right and, and i plan on taking that higher too so yeah. you know uh-huh. um, <laughs> for for the for the spring um you know i had an idea and this this was back in like 2020 and I was looking at small businesses and, you know, just, just having one and, and just working right beside my wife who has a small business, who, you know, who don't have a lot of hands. Right. So I was thinking of a way where college students, um, cannot can not just only earn college credit, but they can get real world life experience. And I was looking at my daughter as an example, right? Cause when she was in college, she had the opportunity to do some internships. And the internships kind of set her apart, you know, from the her other peers, you know, who were studying the same thing that she was studying. So that was kind of my driving force. I was like, you know, I, I want to reach back. I want to give back, you know, some information that they helped my family out. You know, I want to give somebody else that experience, you know, and, and at the same time, help a small business out. Right. Not just a small business, but a micro business, you know, like mm-hmm. family owned mom and pop shops. You know, the ones that really can't afford a lot of help, you know, um, but still need good service, still need quality mm-hmm. work. So that's that's kind of how that opportunity came about. And I got contacts over in state and I pitched it and, you know, they was all in for it. You know, so I, I, they gave me five kids, five students. Um, they got college credit, you know, for the spring semester and I had them working as a team so it wasn't just one person assigned to different businesses. Um, it was a team of, of people working together just like they would in, in corporate America, you know, cause I've been there too. Um, it was a team, a marketing team working together for, on, on several projects that I assigned. So I had some assignments for them and they had to complete the projects, you know, according to the standard. So, um, I was leading them along the way, you know, I, I let them, uh, we, we coached, I talked to, you know, I talked all the time with them, maybe like five times, five times a week. And, um, and they delivered some great things. I mean, they, they put together a marketing strategy. Um, they got us on the news. <laughs> um, we put together another program at the end, you know, that was kind of like a, a cake and bake, you know, like a, a sip and paint type of, um, environment and it worked you know it worked my my leadership was there I, I let them but at the same time they had a lot of ideas they had a lot of energy they had a lot of drive and and they just wanted to do something different <laughs>
2: going going back to um you know what what you led off with and, and a little bit about your background and we talk about stigmas and and, and beating those stigmas mm-hmm. you know being a parent at such a young age and being a young black male, having dreams and desires of your own, um, t- take us through that and and what that was like. And now seeing it all pay off, you know, and, and what advice you may give to a young brother that might be in your, may, might have been in your shoes at one point, you yeah. know, take us back and, and and also tell us how that was and walk us through it. But then also tell us, tell that young brother today that might be you, Twenty something years ago,
1: right? I would say, um, you know, everything comes with a responsibility. Um, you definitely have to be careful about the things that you do because everything that you do, it can be a left or it can be a right, you know. And as if you're doing adult things, regardless how old you are, <laughs> you're going to be considered an adult. <laughs> you ready or not? Right. Ready or not, you know, you're going to you have to face those consequences, right? So it's, it's it's good to have people around you, positive people, support that's going to encourage you along the way. But you also have to check yourself, too, you know, and and, and really put yourself in the mind like, OK, now what? OK, what am I going to do now? You know, am I just going to go left and, you know, and not fulfill my life or more? you know, for, for 20 something years or, you know, blame everybody else or are you going to take ownership? You know, and, and I think that's the pivotal moment when you when you take ownership on your actions and, you know, it's, it's not going to be an easy road. You know, you, you're going to get there, you know, whatever your destination is, you, you're going to get there. But it's just it's just a longer road. You might just be going through the city, not the highway, you know, mm-hmm. maybe take some back roads. But um you'll get there <laughs> eventually. but you really have to you know set some goals for yourself. Um think about what do you really want to do in life and, and know that you just don't have you just don't have one gift. You just don't have one talent. Know that you have several gifts and talents. Mm-hmm. And you know, and you just gotta really put yourself in a, a put your mind in a place where you can achieve those things if you want to and you're going to need help along the way and and just pray that you you get the help that you need along the way some positive people because i mean i've had jobs you know i worked at pet smart i worked at you know back in the day it was finality you know which was like circuit city it was like a bank i think that was my first corporate job i was 19. Mm-hmm. and um I, I was taking a corporate job i helped us. it was like uh what was that it wasn't even a help it was like customer service it was collections <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. It was collect- credit card collections, right? And I was going to VCU, you know, at the same time. So I was going to VCU during the day. Um, I was working, pretty much full time, you know. And then I still was trying to have fun too at VCU, <laughs> and and be a dad. Mm. So you know, I wasn't successful. <laughs> <And> my, <laughs> my my first take at school, you know, I, I didn't I didn't finish uh, at VCU. You know, I was I was just doing a lot, and I was trying. I was, I was doing a lot and not doing enough. You know, I, I was going to school, but I wasn't studying. <laughs> I was going to class, but I wasn't doing the homework. You know, I was going to work because I had to do that. um You know, and then, you know, it, it kind of worked out though, because I mean, the next job I had was a job that I was studying, because I was studying IT. So the next job that I had was at DFE, you know, an opportunity came and they interviewed and I got the, I got the position. So this was like 1999, I was like 1920, you know, with a with a pretty good, decent job in my field. Still studying at school, you know, it, it was a hard balance and that was a night job. So I had to do that from like three to eleven mm. at night, you know, for a little bit. Um, during the day I still was going to school, you know, I had to you know, start going to school part time, you know, so I had to cut back on my classes. I was taking like 15 credits at one point, and then I had to cut back and, and do like eight credits. I was taking like two credits a semester, Try to work full time and try to be that too, you know, working for like three to 11, you really not there, you know, you really not right. there with your family, you know, three to 11, you know, you're, you really not there. So, you know, it, it just, it, it was a journey. Um, it set me up for why I am today, though, because, you know, I can no longer use the excuses of, of <laughs> I got a kid, you know, just why I, I can't do this. I already use that. I used that back in the day. So I, I can't use those excuses. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got four now, you know, like, like <laughs> what's, the, what's the excuse? You know, I got a degree with, with two kids and, you know, one on the way, you know, so that I can't I can't use that as an excuse. You know, you just have to prioritize what's important to you. You know, once once you figure out what's important to you, that's that's where you're gonna put your energy and where you're gonna put your time. And if it's really important, you're gonna do what you need to do to, to push through. You know, and I, and I use some of those examples uh, for my daughter. You know, because when she was in high school, I was working on this my undergrad. You know, I always was preaching to her. You know, it's important you know, to go to school, get your degree, whatever, like that, you know, do something. But I wanted to show her what that looked like, you know, so she saw me sacrificing. <laughs> you know, she saw me studying late at night. You know, she saw me doing the work and she saw my grades because, you know, I, I just didn't graduate. I, I graduated top of my class. I graduated cum laude. Mm-hmm. So I graduated with honors, you know, so she saw everything. So when you going, you know, when she was in, in college. It was nothing that she could say to me, right? <laughs> you can't tell me that, okay, it's hard to balance. You saw me, you know? You saw, I had a whole family, you know? Right. <laughs> you know, all you got is yourself. You can't use that excuse. No, you just need to prioritize what's important and do that, you know? So she saw the evidence behind what I was saying to her, you know? So it had a little more, had a little more weight to it. hmm but um, yeah, and advice that that I would give a young man, young lady, um, that may have that may have had a, an obstacle, um, in that journey. I would just say, you know, really look at who you are as an individual first. You know, know who you are. That's I think that's like one of the most important things. Know what uh, motivates you. Know what encourages you. Know what's gonna upset you. You know, and and put yourself in a, in a positive light, and make sure you got goals. You know, goals with times on it. You know, because they do expire. You can't just set a goal and say, "All right, I want to do this." You got to put a, a date on. It. You know, put it put a date on your goals. And how you gonna measure goals? Got to be smart, right? Mm-hmm. They got to be a smart goal. So you want to put a, a deadline on it, on you want to accomplish it. You know, you know, I, I talk to my daughter all the time. Still talk to her. You know, she's twenty three, trying to find a way hmm You know, you know, working on some things in life, you know, certifications and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. in your field. And um, you know, sometimes you say, Yeah, I'm studying for it, I'm gonna get it. That's okay, when you gonna get. It. Okay, what, what day are you gonna get it? Because you know, when you set a goal, it, it turns into tasks. it turns into things you're gonna do on a day-to-day basis, it turns into things you're gonna do weekly. Okay, am I accomplishing this, you know, for the week? Have I met this goal? Mm-hmm. You know, my background is project management so is is time everything's on the time mm-hmm. timetable, table right you got tasks there's certain things you got to accomplish if you don't accomplish certain things on time then it's going to delay something else you know so because i mean my, my background my experience i mean everything's just working out now for some reason <laughs> everything is
2: aligned
0: that's that's definitely good that's definitely good you you mentioned yeah. about setting the example For for your children, Um, can you talk a little bit about how your dad set the example? And I and I want if you if you feel comfortable enough, can you share that conversation that you had with him when you first told him uh, that you that you got your girl pregnant or your wife pregnant? It
1: took me it took me three months. It took me me like three months. I know for sure, you know, because my mom, I I had a, a, a. a easier relationship with my mom. Right. Uh-huh. My dad was like, yo, what are you doing? You know, like, you know, he was he was really, you know, on me, you know, cause he worked through the eleven, So he really couldn't be there like he wanted to, because he was working. So um my mom, you know, we had a great relationship. It was like, you know, one of my closest friends almost. Um but it just took me so long to tell her. You know, it was like, yo, um I don't I even know how to tell her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, she pretty much told me, she was like, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, you know, I was cleaning the whole house for like two months. I was like, I'm going to tell her neighbors like, what is going on with you? You don't ever be doing stuff like this, uh-huh. you know, and, um, she was like, ran the printer it? and then that, that, that kind of opened up the door. I couldn't lie. I was like, well, uh, yeah. uh, you already know, you, so you me- <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. but you know. <laughs> helping me tell you, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was hard, man. It was, I mean, I can remember like yesterday, it was so hard. It was hard. You know, I still was a baby. I mean, pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it, was, it was just a rough situation. And we got through it, you know, we got through it. And it's is working out for us. And, you know, it, it, it helped and molded us. But my dad was like, he was like, what you going to do now? You know, pretty much, he was like, "What you gonna do now? Uh, Why are you gonna take care of somebody you really can't even take care of yourself yet? Mm-hmm. You know, you you really you really financially can't take care of somebody else right now. You know, you really not mentally equipped, you know, to do that yet. You know, so you know all that was was going through my head, and then I was like, yo, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I really don't. You know, all my friends, you know, they.'" Nobody had kids, you know. Everybody, you know, was was going that way. Good things was working out for them, you know. And, then, and here I go, you know. Never been a problem child. Never been in a situation where I gave anybody an issue, you know. Always made good grades. Always had good friends, you know. Always excelled in sports, you know. So my future was bright, you know. Pretty much, it, it was bright, mm-hmm. and it changed just like that, you know. But, um, you know, me and my wife now, you know, I mean, we've been through a lot. We, we've we been together when we didn't have anything. You know, all we had was was love for each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we got through it, man. You know, we got through everything, everything, ups and downs. I don't even think, you know, I don't want to speak nothing on this, but I mean, I feel like we just overcame a lot. You know, I don't even know what this could be worse. You know, mm-hmm. we stronger now than we ever been. That's good. And, you know, over time, it, it gets that way. You know, you you see, you look back now, I can look back and see, like, man, we really overcame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but when you're going through it, you know, especially in your 20s, because you're really trying to find yourself in your 20s, you know, and, I, and I, what I was telling myself is I don't want to be 40 acting 20. <laughs> you know, so when I was 20, I acted 20. <laughs> you know, just like she was doing, you know, when she was in her 20s, she was like the 20 <laughs> in the 20s. You know, we we got things out of our system, you know. uh uh-huh. And it was bumps in the road, it was obstacles, you know, friction. Where we, we got through it. You know, because we knew that um, you know, even though we're trying to each other so earlier, we knew that it, it wasn't just the child that was holding us together. You know, we actually liked each other. <laughs> we, we liked each other. We loved each other. You know, we enjoy spending time um, together, and that helped. You know, we actually had a friendship. You know, we had something. You know, a foundation to stand on. You know, and um, that that works out. Does and that really keeps us together today is the fact that we get along. Because I'm sure that when COVID hit, you know. People was breaking up. <laughs> uh, it, <laughs> they had to be in the house with each other for twenty four hours. <laughs> listen, <laughs> you know. some
0: of them ain't, make it, ain't even making that first couple months. They was like, all right, right this, this is over. <laughs> right,
1: but you know, it, it didn't. You know, it didn't hurt us. You know, it was it was business as usual for us because you know we we did we don't watch the clock. You know, when we together, which is good. Times.
2: And, and that's important, man. A lot of people don't realize, you know, you, you said it, you know, we wasn't just there for the for the child, but we were there because we actually liked each other. You know, yeah. That that's such a strong piece.
1: Right, right. Yeah, so, you know, I guess, you know, I look at life, you know, just, just differently, right? You know, just because, you know, you haven't done anything before doesn't mean that you can't do something. You know, so a lot of people get stuck in, you know thinking they're too old to do things or you know they don't have enough time as as if you know when your last day is going to (laughs) be you don't know you know you you don't know when it's going to be your last you know and you know really being around older people or being around or seeing people like in a deathbed or, or sick you know gives you another outlook on life right like you know am i really living life to the fullest you know i look at myself like if i was sick right now you know I'm gonna be having thoughts in my mind saying that, okay, I should have done this in life. You know, I, I should have tried this a little more, you know, so I'm, I'm just trying things and I'm encouraging others to, to try things um, that they've always wanted to do, you know, cause I mean, if you got the will, you know, that's that's I have the battle right there. If you got the will to go through it, Absolutely. you know, some of the skill, you know, can be developed and you, it, some talent needs to be there. But if you, if you get the will and got the passion, I mean that's that's half the battle
0: absolutely absolutely so uh well thank you for your time and sharing but we want to kind of give you opportunity to kind of plug your business for those who might want to get in contact with you um and just kind of partner with you or you know just kind of work with you maybe they can send some you know some business your way you know we want to make sure to take your time to kind of share that information so they can connect with you
1: absolutely absolutely well the, the name of my business is uh, plan innovate and change management consultant um and i call it pick you know pick results mm-hmm. um i started off as a, as a business coach strategic coach um but i do have a background in graphics right so I, I'm, I'm pretty i'm pretty you know good with graphics mm-hmm. and a lot of business come my way you know because of my ability to you know deliver graphics But while I'm doing that, I'm I'm actually coaching them on how to structure their business. You know, it's it's really all about products and services um, when you're starting a business. You know, a lot of a lot of businesses fail because somebody is putting out a product or or service that they think somebody will like. You know, so if the market, you know, doesn't like what you're putting out, maybe is not, maybe it's not the product, maybe it's, it's, it's the way that everything is being structured. Mm-hmm. or the way that it's um, being perceived or, you know, the, the language that's, that's going behind it. Right. So that's, that's what a brand is. It's not just what you see um, on the outside, you know, the identity part is the the last part that you see, you know, you got to be strategic on how you put your products and how you put your services together mm-hmm. and understand the people because it's, it's really about people. You know, you got to understand people first and, and that's what it helps You know these um the clients of mine that i have you know i help them strategically put their products and their services um together and align that with their mission and the vision and it it comes out the way that it comes out because it's it's research that goes behind it um as is a lot of studying that goes behind it before you start putting the kind of graphics together you know you really don't you really architecting information Mm -hmm. you know you, you you're getting the psychic the psychological Buying steps that, that somebody takes when they when they purchase a product, you know what happens on the psych, psychological level. You know, and the, and does your product align with the market? You know, you got a lot of people. you have a lot of people doing podcasts, right? But it is every podcast is not going to be the same, right? Right? So you understand like uh, your audience and who you want to to listen to your podcast. You know those those type of things. So it's it's not even. At the graphical level, it's, it's more like the, the psychological level, the, the people level, the audience level first. Mm-hmm. Once you have that figured out, then it's about putting something that's that's nice and appealing together, that's easy on the eye, you know, that's attractive. Cool. With really the audience, and that, and that's what I do. I help people get to that point,
0: point. and
1: then you see the market.
0: About to say, how, how how long does it usually take to kind of? for
1: people is it really based off of where they are in the process and uh yeah okay. it depends yeah sometimes it's two months sometimes it's three months you know the, depending on where they are you know because definitely you know the first thing I do is do an assessment um and, and see where, where their product aligns on like the product lifecycle product life cycle chart mm-hmm. right because every product has a life cycle is it's either in the beginning stages is in the middle you've been doing it for a while or other people that in your market has been doing it for a while or is at his retirement stage right so you got to see where your products are and what people are already buying you know what are they buying into already Mm -hmm. you know your product at least has to do that you know so if people spending their money here at a certain part then your product at least has to do that to be competitive in that market right then you think about you know what you're going to do next what's going to be attractive what's going to be different you know how you gonna you know make it appeal to the audience that's already purchasing that product and I might be it might be a skill thing you know it might be a skill development type of thing or or you know fine-tuning something and in some cases the graphics that's because people may gravitate to uh professional looking graphics
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know that that you know kind of draw them in you know but once they taste it they got to taste good if it's food, it has to taste good. I
0: right.
1: <laughs> Definitely got to taste good. It, it got to taste good. You Indeed. know. So once you got the look down, that's that's really gonna blow their minds, right? But if, if it's food, it has to taste good.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, EJ, did you have anything? No sir. Okay. Well, uh, how how could they reach out to you, Dante?
1: Um, yeah. So um, they could just go to pick results. Uh, PSC r-e-s-u-l-t-s dot com okay and my uh, my information is there so my email information that's the best way to get a hold of me is um through email that's dante dot washington at pick results.com cool cool well, yeah and I, you know i take a certain amount of clients like right now i'm i'm, I'm you know I'm, I'm not really taking any more big projects that i have you know a few right now that i'm working on right. and I, I definitely you know don't want to keep people waiting too long, you know. Unless you you okay with a, a, a future start date, mm. but um, I, I like to make sure that I'm delivering quality, you know. It's quality over quantity, so I, I make sure that I'm am doing everything I need to do for the the, the class that I have right now, you know. And it's it's based on a project. So if it's something big, you know, I don't know, you know, I really don't know until I see the request and gotcha. uh, determine, you know, what needs to be done or what they want to do. But right now, I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm good for right now. I got gotcha, you.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> that, that's a good problem to have, though. That's a good problem. That's
1: good. Have. That's good. And my wife is overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> Steph was coming in like crazy for her. She was we just talking today. She was like, I can't take this. <laughs> uh-huh. I say that's good. That's a good problem. I have you have a good problem. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So uh-huh. once again, Dante, we just want to say thank you for, you know, taking time out of your schedule. Just uh, kind of come just kind of share your story share your life Uh, we definitely appreciate that um and just kind of you know helping us to continue to share the message and show that that there are success stories you know despite the trials that we may face despite the systems that we come up against that we can still thrive uh because that's just a part of our history that's part of who we are I mean when we look back into uh slavery times we see how you know we thrived in the midst of having the scraps and just kind of making the the best of it, you know, I feel like that has continued on in what we do now, um, and so this is just an opportunity for us to kind of continue to share that message, continue to share, the, you know, the success and how we can, you know, take our, you know, circumstances and difficulties and make it work for us to propel us into success, being successful. Absolutely.
1: And if you black and you still here, you a survivor. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Because we all overcame. <laughs> absolutely. Amen. As to that. In the blood. Hey, hey,
0: listen, we still overcoming. Um oh, and, still. And we still. still overcoming because you know, we still fighting against, you know, racial injustice, you know, systems that's you know designed to kind of keep us down and not really help us succeed. Um, but we gotta keep fighting. And as long as we keep fighting and we keep sharing our story, the more the more we kind of mentor those who are coming after us. Um, because that's, that's right. what helped ha- that's what happened for us, you know. Somebody Kind of pulled us aside and say, "All right, listen. I know you messed up here, but I got you. Let's walk through this. Let's kind of continue, to, you know, progress because I can't let you fail. Um, and that, and that's how I look at, you know, for me personally. That's how I look at raising my kids. Like, listen, I might have messed up, but I'm not gonna let you fail. I'm gonna make sure you got all the tools you need to survive. And that's that's even sharing the stories, the good and the bad. Uh, and I think that's right. what helps helps us to grow and helps us, you know, continue to share that message and continue to grow." African American men, so thank you for that,
2: yes, sir. Thank, thank you for having thank me. No, no problem. Yes, sir, no. Thank once
0: you once again. Uh, we thank you for joining us today on Unapologetically Black Male, where we are surviving stigmas, standards, and systems. Be sure to follow us on uh all social media platforms. We have an Instagram page, Unapologetically Black Male. Uh, we're going to continue to put out content there. You can follow my personal page, Dwayne Pate, uh, Jr., on Facebook, D Pate Jr on Instagram you can also follow J Pope connections um well J Pope and Associates on Facebook this is where the information will be aired majority of time where you can kind of get the content and continue to share we also uh are on uh we we are on anchor and we on Spotify's podcast so you can download the um and subscribe to that and every time a new episode is up uh, uploaded you'll get it directly you'll get alert directly to your phone let you know that it's uploaded so once again, we thank you for joining us uh, this week, and we look forward to uh, meet with you next week. Thanks, thank you again.